Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Bishop Bird Nick and with me as always, it's good. Our audio sounds like shit. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's these fans or what. It could be. Turn that one off and see if it gets better. How do I turn this one off? Like that? I think that's sped it up, actually. I don't know. I think it turned it off. I don't know. We're coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios here at Top Shooters in Columbia. And yes. I don't even know what fans it is. It's coming. It's, uh, uh, they're all the fans. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. fan's on. Anyway, uh, I don't know why every fan's on because it is a gorgeous day in the St. Louis area. It I normally like, like it when we're surrounded by our fans. It's like 60. Well, what was I today, Jeff? Uh, Come on. It was 55 when I was driving up here. Come it was on. glorious. It's your magic number. Oh, yeah, it's 69. <laughs> anyway. Um, Favorite number. So today, we're going to be smoking a selection from our friends over at J.C. Newman. We, we received, are. We received a very nice package from J.C. Newman. We always like J.C. Newman's package. We do. Yeah. We do. Contains a uh, couple of uh, Perla Del Mar Maduros. Maduros. We're going to be smoking the Double Toro 6x60. And this features a Nicaraguan Connecticut Broadleaf Wrapper. While you go into that, I'm going to get mine out of the cellophane. Nicaraguan binder and Nicaraguan filler. It is a box-pressed cigar, but I won't hold that against them. So, yeah, we got that going for us. You can barely hear the cellophane over the fans. I was going to say, I'm going to do what I can to edit out the fans as best I can from the uh, from the podcast. Ooh, boy, that cigar is... Video, I don't know. You guys are probably stuck with the fan noise, yeah. but... Uh, well, that know. cigar is aromatic. Is it? Yeah. As I Ooh. get it, emer- it emerges from the cellophane. Paper. Yes. It's got a nice earthy. Yeah. Oh, barnyardy smell going on there. Mmm. Right? Smells good. Yeah. You going to argue with me on that? No. Okay. It's <laughs> The thing is, <laughs> barnyard has a very bad connotation. Like, to you. I can see meadow. But not to everybody. If Just you to said you. meadow. I mean, I'm just saying, to you, it has a bad connotation. You know. Just say I, I don't think mm, it has a bad it, connotation. Boy, it does smell good, though. It does. Man. Well, we're, it's time we're going ahead and prep to cut the cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Had some time yesterday spent over there watching some soccer with Dan the Man. He's a, Dan loves soccer. He's a big Manchester United fan. And uh, That's the only chink in his armor that I've seen. No, man. He's, he's, uh, Can you say that anymore? Is that... No, I'm pretty sure that was right. This would normally be the time that I can some information about my oh cigar. We have like all the audio going at once there. I set my cigar down on my I love on my soundboard and all of a sudden everything. It played not only the Ask the Boys intro but also the MMC ad. So we're I don't think I don't think Chink in the Armor is racist. I'm I, I I don't know if it is, but it sounds it. So you probably it's one of those like things. It's go. one of those things that isn't this is bad. So but sounds inappropriate it. Like for you to be bringing up during Dan's ad. I like saying coccyx. Um But anyway, I was. But that's not dirty. We were watching soccer over at Dan's place, and you know, he loves soccer. He does oh, love wait. soccer. And, Boy, this um, feels like deja vu. You know, he uh, he wants to develop up to where like um, some local fans of like Manchester United they have viewing parties at the at the uh, at the okay. lounge. They'll come over and they'll watch you know, the different Louis, soccer games. St. Louis loves soccer. They do love soccer. And there's actually, he was telling me about this one bar in um, St. Louis. And for the life of me, I cannot remember which one it is. I don't even remember where it is. But he showed me pictures. PTs? They had, no. They had uh, photos from like. Diamond um, Cabaret? 
a big day of soccer, and dude, there were five hundred plus people at this place you're watching cigar or watching so watching soccer. God damn it! Yeah. yeah, you're throwing me off really, really bad. Anyway, Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. He has Perla Del Mars. You can swing by there and you yep. can pick up Perla Del Mars. He, God damn it! He has a metric shit ton of uh, other J.C. Newman products. That damn well. texting to complain about the ads so far. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, he's got a metric shit ton of other. Does he? Does um, he still have any Yaguas? Yes, indeed he does. My God, I got to get over there. He does indeed yep. still have some yachts. I was out of town last um, weekend and didn't get to go. You know, actually, it's funny. He and I were talking about it. And, like, it's not so much that they're selling slowly. It's just that, like, maybe it's one of those things that uh, people are, you know, since they're more of an annual release now. Yeah. Maybe maybe people are, are taking their time. But, I mean. Don't. Because I'm going to go in there and clean it don't out. Don't rest on them because yeah. he is still moving through them. So, guys, if you're interested in them. You know, reach out to Dan the Man Ponder because he does do mail order. You can call him up yep. and he will send you singles. He'll send you bundles. Um, he'll send you all kinds of fun if stuff. If you don't so. have a brick and mortar, let Dan at Riverman Cigar Company be yours. Precisely. Anyway, with that, it's time that I go ahead and uh, cut my cigar. I need to borrow you. I know you do. I, I, I brought my own like ginormous much. lighter, though. Your own ginormous lighter. Yeah. Huh? I stole it off the deck. It's Kristen's. Don't tell her. You know, she listens to us. That's true. <laughs> so she knows that you did that now. Hopefully it'll be back by then and she won't have anything to gripe at me about. Well, I unless hope- I lose it on the way home. Yeah. I hope I clipped enough off. What was the blah about? I had a little chunk of tobacco that oh. was in my mouth. Like that doesn't bode well for the tasting notes when you're bleh out of the gate. Mm-mm. What are you getting? Boy, it's hard. We just had lunch. By the way, at Top Shooters, they have a nice Cuban <sighs> sandwich now on Mondays. And I had dessert. Earthy mm-hmm. with bitter baker's chocolate. Oh, yeah. I'll give you that. Not the sweet not sweet no. chocolate. This is the baking chocolate. The kind that when you're, when you're a little kid and you, you sneak had into the, the can kitchen, of it. you sneak into the kitchen and you're like, I want something sweet. And you see that big old Hershey bar there and you're like, I'm going to hunk up, break off a hunk of that. And you do. And then you eat it and you're like, that was disgusting. I see. I liken it more to the can of like the cocoa powder or whatever. You yeah. remember that? The baking yeah, powder? I know. No. That's what it tastes like no, to me. See, when I was growing up, I had the, it was a solid bar. And I went in and broke yeah, we off. still had the can I of powder. Off, I broke off a pip, and I didn't realize that it was not the sweet. Those tub. are called pips. The little hunks of a Hershey I had no bar. Idea. That is the proper term for the little rectangle of a Hershey bar. You know how it's broken into little sections. Yep, a little section of Hershey bar is called a pip. I had no idea. There you go. You no. have learned. You have learned something today I on have, the cigar pulpit. Finally, it was worthwhile. I know, right? So I'm going to go ahead and line up my cigar. Okay, here, then, because I have been uh, anxious to get my smoke on. Some I of this thought that was thunder for a second. I did second. too, and I, I was like, we're not supposed to get rain, but it is either a truck or a motorcycle. Yeah, it's a big, giant, fuck me in the ass truck. <laughs> so, some dumbass that didn't realize the price of diesels through the roof. Why in the world it. did you immediately just go to fuck me in the ass truck? <laughs> Just because it's a big truck, uh. you're just like, ah, that truck's going to fuck me in the ass. I just know it. Mm. Mm. 
That was a motorcycle. That was a dude on a motorcycle. That well, yeah, not, that was a motorcycle. Was there not, were two. There were two things going on. The, that was not a fuck me in the ass track. That was a motorcycle. <laughs> where did you get? Where, I don't remotely not, understand. It, no, it's it's that guy wanting to get fucked in the ass because he's got the big old like honking raging oh, truck. He's overcompensating. He wants to get fucked in the ass. Yeah. I thought you were saying that you were going to get fucked in the no, ass. No, that's by the you. Truck. You like it in the ass. I don't. Not in the least. <laughs> My butt is very. You know what I stole me. that from? No. Sit on Private Ryan. Okay. They're having that whole discussion. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, so today, as we get into the Pearl of Omar here a little bit, I, I, I found a... <laughs> we're already off the rails. Found a, no, we're not. I found a piece of news. Okay. That I thought you would be interested in. Headline. Oh, four days ago. So this is... We're recording on... Monday. Yes. This is from Thursday, May 19th. Headline. Okay. Mystery issue experienced on NASA's Voyager 1 probe from 1977. Okay, V'ger. Fucking V'ger. Fucking V'ger. Listen to this. I'm going to read this. This comes to us from CNN. Um, the Voyager 1 probe is still exploring interstellar space 45 years after launching. Right? But it's encountered an issue that mystifies the spacecraft team on Earth. Oh, shit. Voyager 1 continues to operate well despite its advanced age and 14.5 billion mile distance from Earth. Wow. It can still receive and execute commands sent from NASA, as well as gather and send back science data. But the readouts from the Altitude Articulation and Control System, which control the space ca- spacecraft's orientation in space... Don't match up with what Voyager is actually doing. The attitude, oh God. the attitude, articulation, and control system, or AACS, ensures that the probe's high gain antenna remains pointed at Earth, so Voyager can send data back to NASA. Okay. Due to Voyager's interstellar location, it takes light twenty hours and thirty-three minutes to travel one way. So the call and response of one message between NASA and Voyager takes two days. Okay. All right. So far, the Voyager team believes the AACS is still working, but the instrument's data readouts seem random or impossible. The system issue hasn't triggered anything to put the spacecraft into safe mode so far. That's when only essential operations occur, so engineers can diagnose an issue that would put the spacecraft at risk. Okay. Voyager signal is still as strong as ever, meaning the antenna is still pointed at Earth. The team is trying to determine if this is incorrect data... That is coming directly from the instrument, or if another system is causing it. Meaning the whole, like, the, since the data is coming properly, the antenna should be pointed in the right place. In the right place. Yeah. But the, but the AACS is saying that it's not. So maybe that's because some so alien something- force has built a new antenna for it. Until the nature of the issue is better understood, the team cannot anticipate whether this might affect how long the spacecraft can can collect and transmit science data, according to a NASA release. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Basically, they're saying that it's anticipated for a mission of this size. Uh, The spacecraft is almost 45 years old, which is far beyond what the mission planners anticipated. We're also in interstellar space, a high-radiation environment that no spacecraft has flown in before. So there are some big challenges for the engineering team. Um, do, 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 do. skipping ahead, skipping ahead, couple quotes, couple quotes. Uh, Voyager has already relied on backup systems 
to last as long as it has. In 2017, the probe fired thrusters that were used during the initial planetary encounters during the 70s, and they were still working after remaining unused for 37 years. Wow. The aging probe produces uh, very little power per year. So subsystems and heaters have been turned off over the years so the critical systems and science instruments can keep operating. Voyager 2, a twin spacecraft, continues to operate well in its interstellar space travel, uh, 12.1 billion miles from Earth. Wow. By comparison, Neptune, the farthest planet from Earth, is only at most 2.9 billion miles away. That's really cool. So when you stop and think about it, Neptune is 2.9 billion miles from Earth, but this probe, Voyager 2, is 12.1 billion miles, and Voyager 1 is 14.5 billion miles. I wonder if we have a camera on Voyager, because you know. might be able to see this bald chick like looking into the camera. Both, both probes ha- were launched in 1977, far exceeded their original purpose to fi- fly by planets. Now they've become the only two spacecraft to gather data from interstellar space and provide insights about the heliosphere, or the bubble created by the sun that extends beyond the planets of our solar system. Oh, cool. So you there know, you, you go. You gotta admit, that was back when we built things to last. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, my car is at 120,000 miles, and I yep. need to have it looked at because my key fob isn't working properly with it. But yet, the freaking Voyager probe was launched 45 freaking years ago. And it's still sending shit back to Earth from right? 14.5 billion miles away. Well, that's because of the extra antenna the aliens have built. Mm-hmm. I'm sure of it. But no, how fucked up is that? We're right. having issues with V'ger. How long is it going to be till we have something coming back looking for whales now? Uh, right? Yeah. It's all coming God, true. It, it's all coming it true. Is. It is. I mean, things are coming up Star Trek. Yep. You know? Here's I've the always problem. said that. Here's the problem. I always found the motion picture to be kind of boring. It but was. I kind of feel the need to watch it again now. Now that it's actually happening. Now that it's actually yeah. taking place, I kind of feel like yeah, I Yeah, Star ought Trek the motion picture blue. It was kind of boring. Yeah. It was spaceship porn. It was yeah. like, let's take 20 minutes to show you the Enterprise and Space Duck. Look at those nacelles. Aren't those hot? You know? It had ample nacelles. It had ample nacelles. <laughs> Um, Stole that from the new Star Trek. Is that which one's the Kelvin? Is the new one Kelvin? Yes. Is that the Kel- what yes. they call the Kelvin yeah. timeline? Yeah. God, we're nerds. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I find the whole NASA thing to be fascinating. I find NASA fascinating all the time. Yeah. You know. Have you ever watched Moonfall? No. I watched that the other night. It's a pretty cheesy movie. I'm not gonna lie, but basically. The moon comes out of its orbit and is crashing into Earth. Oh, we're fucked. But then, I mean, I guess I could give spoilers. No, don't. I'm going to watch it now. I didn't know that's what it's yeah, about. No, that's what it's about. And it's... I guess I should have assumed from the name. Kind of. It's, it's cheesy. It's cheesy. There's a couple of parts that you're just like, that just stretched all limits of imagination. I mean, let's be real. Disaster movies always have that one scene that you're just like, come on. But this one had like two. Okay. At least two. Where I was just like, now, really? Now, I will say the other night I watched, uh, what's the movie where we fly up and try to blow up the asteroid? Mm. With Bruce Willis? Armageddon. I watched Armageddon. This had tinges of it. It. <laughs> well, okay. So, let me. Let me I'm I watching, wonder what would happen if we nuked the moon. 
We don't want to do that. Yeah, don't well. give the Russians the idea. They, they're wanting to nuke everything right now. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> Hell, they killed a cigar company they had nothing to do with. I know, right? Anyway. Oh, yeah, hey, that look, really you reference, sucks. You referenced a show that you weren't on. <laughs> I did. Yeah, that really sucks for Hammer and Sickle. It I mean, goddamn. It had nothing to do with nothing them. Nothing to do it. Minding their own business, living their best life, 20 years in business. And get boned and by fucking Putin. Boned by God. Putin. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, he needs to take a dirt nap. Wow, that was direct. Wait, are you going to tell me you don't think Putin should take a dirt nap? So wait nap? a minute, you can take out Bob Saget, but you can't get after Putin? Can I? I don't know. I damn. I admit to nothing with Saget. What about... Uh, I was barely in Florida at the same time he was. What about uh, Gilbert Godfrey? I'm not going to talk about Gilbert. Okay, yeah. anyway. No. So, I've been watching a show, and I know we normally wait and talk about these. By the way, Mr. Gervais. Jonathan and I have been communicating about him coming on. So I can't wait. You don't have to go after him now. I wouldn't go. He's been on the show. Well, he expressed some concern on his so nice. I, on his show. So, I, you know, I just figured that, you know, I would reassure him publicly that you won't be coming after him because he's talking about coming on. Oh, ours. my God. You're like the little dog dry hump in the authority's leg. <laughs> Not particularly, <laughs> I was just bringing up the fact that you have a habit of You're trying to like, Hi guys. potentially murder like you know people that you know. Don't he come came on, on the, the show. show. Why would I do that? I, it's, valid. it's valid. Yeah. Anyway, I only take out people that don't come on the show. Hmm. Anyway, I've been watching it. I've been maintaining a list of those, by the way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to get rid of that list. So, I know we normally talk about this with Gervais, but he's not on today. I've been watching a new show called The Bentabrit. I've seen it on Netflix, but oh, I haven't watched it. Holy shit. It's the stupidest effing thing you'll ever see, and it's so fun. It's Mike Myers. It's yeah. just the inside of Mike Myers' head spewed out on a Netflix. Okay. And it's golden. Well, it's referencing the Pentaverit from So I Married Next Murder, right? Yes. The group that controls the world. Yes. The Rothschilds, the Gettys. And the Gettys. And Colonel Sanders until he went tits up. Before he went tits up. And he's got that chicken that makes you crave it fortnightly. <laughs> it's 11 in, herbs and spices. In the intro. Because <laughs> I was really bummed because they weren't referencing Colonel Sanders. But in the intro, they show all the people that have been involved in the Pentaverit over the years. Tell me. And Colonel Sanders is in it. Fantastic. Yeah, it's gold. Okay. And like, okay. Okay. And I hate to pick on Kristen here. I don't think she quite got it. She thought it was funny. She were watching the show, but she didn't realize this was just like totally a knockoff on that scene from So I Married an Axe Murderer. Which, to be honest, that's the only real reason to watch. So it's I Married the an only Axe scene to watch in that the only, show. The only scenes that are worth any time in So I Married an Axe Murderer is when you're encountering Mike Myers' dad, who's played by Mike Myers. Yes. That one when he's talking about the pentaverit, and then when he's talking about the one kid with the having big the, giant, head. the yeah. giant head, yeah, and he's telling him like, "Go cry to sleep on your giant pillow," you know, <laughs> that was pretty awesome. So bad, it was pretty awesome. But anyway, so this it, it's it's all that scene just stretched out into a show, okay. and like Keenan Peel or Keenan, what is it? That's right, he's in that, isn't Keenan Keen? Yeah, 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 whatever. Key and Peel. It, it's one. Of, it's the tall one of the two. Okay, because there's Key and Peel. They're two different people, right? Yes, they are two. Keegan, Keenan, Key, whatever. But he's super funny in it. 
But I can't go into much detail on that. And then Kim Jong's also in it. Oh, really? Yes. You gotta, you gotta, not, the actor, not the North Korean dictator. Yes, the actor. Okay. Ken, Ken John? Ken. Dr. Ken? Ken, not Kim. Dr. Ken John. I thought you said Kim. I probably did. Yeah, Kim. And that Ken. would be a whole Kim different thing. Kim and Ken thing. are totally different people, whole buddy. Different, whole we different shoot. Totally different people. One dude showed his wiener in the hangover. The other dude, did he? Yeah, well, I think so. I mean, he said that it was his real wiener. Little Chinese nuts. And <laughs> anyway, so what are you getting on the Perla del Mar? Oh or, my uh, god! Maduro? They're thinking, why did we give these guys a cigar? Mm. I like the cigar. I didn't. I to be honest, I thought it was going to be a little much for me, but it's not. Oh, you did a retro. Do it. Was it smooth? Um, there's a little to it. It's actually a little coffee on the back end of the retro. Oh yeah, pronounced. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look That's, at you with the flavor notes that today. That was interesting. That was good. I'm impressed. I haven't had a lot of cigars this weekend. Mm. So my palate fairly clean. My palate, palate may have re, re, you know reset itself. Yeah. I mean, I had a couple yesterday when I was over at Riverman um, with Dan, and we'll get to that in a bit with the three cigars that we smoked and enjoyed this week. Okay. But um, but yeah, by and large, I really haven't had a lot to smoke this weekend, so, um, you know, it's okay. Resets the palate. Gets okay, me all then. nice and ready. Exactly. It's good. Well, you've been playing baseball. I have been playing baseball. Yeah, you made it to second base. I did. Anyway, that's that's... Horribly inappropriate for you, Jeff. <laughs> Horribly inappropriate. <laughs> you got I'm going to get in trouble one of these days. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, you know. Yeah. Hey, guess what time it is? You got a double. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. <laughs> you got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You're such a cocksucker. You got a question. <laughs> you asked the apple. Come on, sucker. Let's get Let's it get on. on. Okay, guys, it is time for this week's edition of Ask the Boys, where we answer listener calls. And uh, you can get your questions in by calling the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. And we will answer, um, well, we'll answer all your questions. Boy, I really hope that that's recording now that I'm looking at that. Looking at what? The video there. I see the timer going. It's not so much the timer as much as the audio, but I guess we'll find out. Wait, you don't have the audio on here? Well, I don't know. I don't know if I need to press that button for the video or not. Oh, shit. I mean, worst case scenario, I just line it up and drop the audio. But at least you're the- recording on the board. Oh, the board's okay. fine. I mean, worst case scenario, I just have to drop the audio track from the board onto the video. <laughs> but, uh, okay. you know, it adds about, you know, an hour. Sort How of do you forget what you're doing when you do this twice a week? Because somebody's rushing me because they're lying to me, saying they got, I got 45 minutes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Anyway. Um, um, anyway. Um, sorry, I'm placing my your, your box. I was placing my box lunch order for the Indy 500, okay? Oh, my God. You're I texting text, people during the show. I got a text show. message asking me if I want turkey or ham for my box lunch for the Indy 500. What'd you get? Turkey. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. How many... Dear God, how many messages have you got while we've been on? We have quite a few. Oh, not while I've been on. This is the Ask the Boys hotline. Let's ask the boys questions. So, okay. So, why don't we uh, go ahead and um, 
listen to the first call. Everybody stepped up. I like listen it. Listen to the first call here. Hey, guys. Oh, God. This is Russ. Not that Russ, but another Russ from South Texas. Gulf <laughs> uh, of Mexico, down here near Corpus Christi. Uh, Rockport, to be exact. So, uh, my question for you is, how much uh, stock do you actually place in the cigar aficionado uh, numbers, like cigar of the month, cigar of the year, you know, uh, and what those numbers mean? What's number one? What's uh, you know? What's the best, etc. Anyway, stay smoky, and uh, just wanted to say thanks. God damn it! Not that Russ. Thanks for calling. Not that Russ. Not that Russ. And uh, you know. We appreciate it. And Boy, as- when not that Russ actually hears what we've done. I mean, not that he, Russ shouldn't have been gonna a... He's going to need his safe space. Not that Russ shouldn't have been a douchebag. It wouldn't have been a problem, now would it? But anyway. um, so It wasn't even to us. No, it wasn't like, us. It was, he just it was put just it out a, the ether and I had, a general douchebaggery comment that you decided to make a episode out of. A whole of, thing. Which was really random. <laughs> um, I took offense. As for the cigar aficionado, look, I chalk it up to the same thing as all the other reviews out there. I don't listen to them. <laughs> I don't do. I had somebody actually ask me not too terribly long ago. They were like, you know, when you're looking at a review and I before I even let them finish the sentence, I said, I don't read reviews. Yeah, I don't. I don't read cigar reviews because but we give reviews sort of. We give opinions. Opinions. Yes. But I don't put a numerical number on what I think of this, you know, Perla Mar or something like that. And if okay. I did, and I'll say this, if I did, I don't expect anybody to actually pay attention to it. They can if it's they subjective. Wi- they can if they wish, but they don't have to. Exactly. Yeah. It's subjective. It's all a matter of opinion. And in a perfect world, you would find people whose palates and opinions line up with your own. And you would uh you would focus in on well, them and listen to their opinions if you wish. Or you could find somebody that you at least like their format of doing the yeah. opinion. And if maybe their palate doesn't jive with yours, if they say, I don't really care for this cigar, then, you know, whatever. Now, a good reviewer, in my opinion, at this point with cigars, if you don't like something, just don't put out the opinion. Yeah. There's no need to shit on anybody's products. You know, there's no need to give a negative opinion. At this point, just if it's a good cigar and you want to put it out in the world, do that. Celebrate the good. Don't shit on things. Yeah, but how do we do that if we're sitting here smoking a cigar and it just shanks us? Now, luckily, we haven't had that a whole lot. I could lot. probably count on both hands. So less than 10 yeah. out of 288 episodes, Jeff, that you and I have had a cigar that we haven't had at least one other time prior. I don't know if t- I, 10 might be a little low, but yeah, maybe 30. Well, maybe you. Yeah. But I've at least tried the, the majority before yeah. we, we smoke it. Now, granted, I've never had a Perla del Mar Maduro. I have. I've had plenty of Perla del Mar Corojos. Yep. I have, and I actually like them. So I lean towards the shade grow myself, but yeah. that's me. But I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, it, I, there are some cigars that I'm going to look at and say, okay, there's a level of quality. But, like, sometimes you get smaller manufacturers that send you samples. And I like it when they send, like, four cigars. So you can try That way first. I can yeah. try one. Theoretically, you could try one. And then we smoke two on the show. Yeah. You know? If, if, if it smokes well enough to get to the show. Because the last thing in the world I want to do 
smoke it, find it's a dog rocket, and be like, well, they sent four, so I guess we're smoking two of the show and shitting all over it. Yeah. So, which, which, let's be honest, there have been times we haven't gone ahead and smoked them on the show. Exactly. Yeah. And there was- So, I get it. And let's be real, early on, there was the one cigar, and I'm not going to get into which one it was. You and I smoked it. It was a blind smoke. We'd never smoked it before. Yeah. And um, while the cigar itself was okay- it didn't meet up with what our expectations were. Yeah. And so we maybe criticized that. And that caused us some shit. So, like, you know, look, I don't particularly want to, like, I don't know. I'm just, I guess what it boils down to is I'm not here to, like. You're talking about how you shouldn't problem. put, like, say, a, uh, oh, the marketing, a prescription. Yeah, the marketing needs to match. A, like shade grown Connecticut cigar. The marketing yeah. needs to well, it wasn't shade grown Connecticut, but tasted the, like it. But the marketing needs to match the product. But anyway, yeah, because from the marketing, we were expecting something we didn't get. Now, what I will say this: if I do look at the cigar aficionado list, I look at the cigar journal list. I look at as many. I hate to I, say I, it. I, I look do. at cigar journals list, but more. Well, yeah, I I, I do put more stock into cigar journals because. Yeah. They have their independent panel of tasters yes. and everything like that. Whereas Cigar Aficionado, I mean, they do it in-house. and So <laughs> and you do have to question, and I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but you do have to question the um, objectivity if, of if them. If advertising the concerns advertising. have any, any Precisely. play. Precisely. Yes. Um, no, we're not saying we know they do, but we're no, also not we're saying not, we know they don't. We're not accusing anybody of anything, but it, but that has been mentioned by others in the past. Well, the and other so thing, things that, you know, whatever. at times I don't like about, and I, I maybe they all do it, but I know Cigar Aficionado doesn't. And I'm not dogging on them because they're a great publication. But they will put cigars on there that are Cuban or that you can't get. A limited edition stuff. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, why are you guys? Yeah. Why are you promoting something yeah. that was like a rare one and done? You know, put out something that, like, I can go to my local shop and pick up and try. Yeah. You know, and uh, no, that's frustrating as well. But I will look at it at least. And maybe if I haven't tried the number one cigar, it'll, it might prompt me to at least buy a single just to try it and say I've tried it. Yeah. Um, I will say. But, you know, whatever. I will say I did hear earlier this week. That the Biden administration, who I never agree with on next to anything, is relaxing some of the restrictions on travel to Cuba. So we might get our shot to go down there. I have no interest in going to Cuba. Why? So until the communist regime is gone, I have no interest in going to Cuba. I'm well, holding hard could, to that. We could go down and over, help them overthrow it. Yeah, you can take care of that, Mr. Fucking Tadiscan. I'm, I'm good. Hey, you know, those are you warrior. The, you those are fine, warrior people. You and, the fine and you don't pe- take their name in you vain. You and the fine people of Tadiscan can go roll in black ops style into Cuba and do what you need to do, but I'm I'm perfectly okay. We, and to be honest, we have a team. Cuban cigars are overrated. Oh, well, completely. So, but I still, and they're stupid expensive I, but now. I still want to travel there. Did you hear that? Like some of the Cohiba Bahikes and whatnot are running like three hundred bucks. It, there's no way it's worth that. There's they, no way. Apparently, they've they've based all the pricing off of Hong Kong. I think it's Hong Kong, and that's like the highest market in the world for them Fucking and so they've like leveled the playing field uh price wise so yeah you're talking like 300 bucks a cigar that's insanity it's i mean it's they're done but the thing is china owns like the majority of that now they do that's right and so all those cuban cigars are going to china and so they don't Let care them. they don't care if the rest of the world's paying a ton they've got their cigars but i still want to see havana yeah 
I admit I'd it. like to see it, but I would like to see it when the people are free and happy. Okay, then. It's just my view. Well, if we can't help them be free and happy, then I'm with you, and I'll wait till they're free. Okay. But, you know, if we can go down there and spur it along. So, Russ, to answer your question. Insurgency. I will look at the Cigar Aficionado, Cigar Journal, those kind of lists and whatnot. I might try the number one if I've never tried it, just out of curiosity. But in terms of how much stock do I put in the opinions on the regular, I don't. I just, you know, I, you know, sm- you know who, I smoke what I want, and I, I just... You know who I, I pay more I attention to? I pay more attention to three people. Who's that? I pay attention to Dan the Man Ponder. Yep. Because that guy knows his cigars. Mm-hmm. And if you guys haven't ever had a chance to sit down and talk cigars with Dan, you're missing out. You need to get to St. Louis and do that. The other two people, Luke... He's doing reviews oh, right now yeah. for my, six, my monthly. My 635 millimeter yep. on uh, Instagram. Luke is doing reviews for uh, my monthly cigars, yep, correct? Yep, yep, yep. And he knows his sticks. Yep. And the third one, I hate to say it, I mean, I love the guy. It's Broccoli Rob. Broccoli Rob. Broccoli Rob knows his cigars. Yep, I'll give you that too. Those are my three go-tos that I look to when I'm looking for a cigar. It's true. So, Because oh. they're not necessarily affiliated with any... You know, nothing against, you know, like our friend Trey Mack that works for our studio sponsor, JRE Tobacco, yeah. Aladino, the mobile studio. Mobile studio. Um, you know, nothing against Trey Mack, but Trey Mack is there to sell a product. You know, um, our yeah. friend Corey, you know, that reps for Oscar and some others, he's there to sell a product. But the three guys that I just mentioned, while they have products in two of those stores, Luke has no affiliation that I know of with anybody. Valid. And they just, they give you pure reviews on the cigars. And I've found most of what all three of them say to be dead on. Yep. No, I'll give you that. That's fair. Dan, Dan, Luke, and Broccoli. There you go. There you go. That's the panel. Yeah. That's the panel you need to pay attention to. It is. All right. Moving on to the next call here. What up, boys? Andrew here from Ferguson, Missouri. Hey. Found you guys. Been listening for a couple weeks now, and I found you guys on the other two podcasts that are cigar-related that we all know about. Um, Just wanted to say that uh, it's nice to find something close to home. Oh, that's awesome. And if you do what you're doing, we'd love to meet up with you sometime at Riverman or any other local place. Have a good one. Bye. You know. We can make that happen. I was going to say, and I'm pretty sure, Andrew, I think we almost met up with you because I'm pretty sure that you swung by Riverman for the Mickey Peg event. The thing is, I showed up at like 8 o'clock that night because I had my newspaper deliveries. And so I was later, and I don't know if I think he... he and I was later, too, for yeah, the same reason. you were even later than I was. So, yep. yeah, so um, I think uh, I think we may have just missed Andrew at uh, Riverman that day. But, no, I mean, dude, we're around all the time, and, uh, you know, uh, I know we got the big Riverman event coming up, by the way, for those of you uh, who haven't marked your calendars already, do so now. Pulpit Fest is Friday, September 23rd. Yes. And the third annual Riverman Cigar Company Festival um, Extravaganza is Saturday, September 24th. And there's all kinds of fun stuff coming together for that event at Riverman on the 24th. Um, Food and all kinds of stuff that I really can't get into because nothing is finalized just yet. But uh, Possibly barbecue. I possibly mean, there might be some smoking, smoking, smoking butts and tapping ash there. You never know. I mean, uh, award-winning ribs, but you never know. You, you never know. know. Actually, I want to give a shout out to the smoking uh, butts and tapping ash team. They um, competed in their, kicking ass. They competed in their second event after that Waterloo one, where they won best ribs, and they won uh, 
like I think it was grand champion overall yeah. at that second Their event. second competition. So like they've been in two competitions and they won first place in ribs and won, and then they won like grand champion overall in the second. So like you know they're doing really good. Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully they have T-shirts by then to sell. If you know, if they happen to make it to the event, I mean, Scott, because everybody, you're missing out if you don't. Everybody at that, I mean, so many people at that Waterloo show walked up and begged them for a T-shirt. Yeah, they they could sell the hell out of those. I don't know who I don't know who did their logo, but it's awesome. I don't know. Yeah, it's know. awesome. But yeah, guys, if you don't have T-shirts, get on the ball. Yeah. Anyway, Andrew, thanks for the call, and uh, yeah, can't we'll, wait to meet up. We'll, we'll catch you around somewhere. I'm sure. All right, moving on. If we Nick got... can't make it, it'll be more fun, but... What the hell? All right, moving on to the next question here. Hey, Nick. Oh, my God. Hey, Gator. Got a little thought for you guys. Um, everyone's so worried about um, the humidity in their humidor. Tell them just not to worry about it. Just smoke the cigars. That's what you got to do is just smoke the cigars. That's all I got to say about that. If your hydrometer is reading too high, let the cigars dry out. Smoke the cigars. If you got cigars you've been saving, smoke them in case you're not around next week. Anyways, have a good day, boys. You know, that's a valid point. Got a little dark at the end. No, he makes a valid point that, you know, we all, I'm sure those of us who are the big cigar people, you know, we have a humidor. We might have some cigars that we're sitting on and waiting for a special occasion and everything like that. And while it's nice to have a cigar for a special occasion, I would say, you know, he's right. Smoke up. Something could happen. and I mean, I could get hit by a bus out in the parking lot. I'm breaking into your place and taking your sticks. I mean, that's the problem. They're there. How many buses come through top shooters? Party buses. True. Valid. I'll give you that. Come on. Don't tell me that I'm wrong. They run over you and the girl falls off the stripper pole. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) Speed bump. Speed bump. Um... Yeah, no, that's valid. I mean, look, you know, if you're sitting on a bunch of cigars, then yeah, humidity does kind of play because, you know, you can't can't smoke. I mean, there's only so many hours in the day to be smoking cigars, you know, but 24 to be exact. So, but, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you you got to eat and sleep at some point. You can eat and smoke. I know we've talked about this before. If you were on death row. Oh, God. I mean, let's be honest. I'm more likely to be there than you. Oh but God. if one of us is on death row, <laughs> I don't know the answer to this. What's your last cigar? I don't know the answer to this. I don't know. I don't know. It's evolved over the years. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I truly. How do you pick one? That's the problem. I don't know how you pick your last cigar. No. We used to ask this question on the regular. And, you know, listeners, you were supposed to call in and include that in your call. You know, like what your death cigar was going to be. Like what, if you knew that this is going to be the last cigar you're ever going to smoke, what would it be? You know, and um, boy, I just, I don't know. Because there's so many just really awesome cigars out there. Let's be honest. I'm, what am I, 12 years older than you? Yes. Okay. So I'm likely going to go first, which could be any day. Well, likely. (sighs) What cigar are you going to smoke at my funeral? Because I expect you guys to all show up and light up. I think it has to be. I want a celebration. I think it has to be a Connecticut Shade Grown. Thank you. I don't think there's any choice in that matter. Thank you. Even though it's going to be too light for me, you know, it's going to be what it is. Yeah. Quorums. See, Quorums. We'll have to light up Quorums. 
You know what we should do? We'll throw the bands in your casket. Instead of, in, <laughs> we should make a tradition right now. Oh, instead God. of like with the Navy SEALs where they go up and they you know jam the anchor in. Yeah. You know, basically, what we're going to do is go up and put the cigar out on top of the casket. Leave the casket open and put it out on the forehead. Now, that's just absurd. <laughs> um, I don't want to show up to heaven with a bunch of cigar birds. No, you know what you it know, is? You know what it Saint is? St. Peter's going to ask, what the no, hell happened? Here's what it is. When when we go in, when we have them lay us out in the casket, yeah. just have them put one hand open like this, kind of the cups, butts? and like you can ash, just ash one time in the hand. You know, God. Everybody comes along, taps the ash into the hand, moves on. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Either that. I mean, I don't even. Either know. that. No, no, no. Either know. that, or we close the casket, so it's out. You know, at the at the cemetery site. Yeah. Close casket. You get some of that spray adhesive, the spray glue. Okay. Take the band off. Oh, and you band up my casket. And you band up the casket. Everybody comes up and sort of hitting it with the anchor, like you're talking about. Yeah. You come up and you take your band and you slap the band on, and it like get the spray adhesive and it keeps the and you band up the casket. We've just given a lot of cigar smokers an idea for their funeral. I like that yeah. idea actually. Everybody just bands up the casket. Yeah, I like it. There you go. Yep. Okay. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> it got dark. Got weird. It got really weird. <laughs> we're talking about hu- Peter's talking about humidity, and then we're talking about that. And know. by the way, just get some boba packs. You're fine. Well, exactly. I mean, look, you know, get seventy twos in the winter, get sixty fives in the summer. Everybody freaks out okay. about it, and I get why you freak out about it. But I think we all maybe overly freak out about it. Yeah. Again, like I said the other day, squeeze the foot of the cigar. If it pushes in and then bounces back. Then it might be a little. If it crumbles in your hand, it might be dry. Slightly overhumidified. If it cracks, or if it like you know whatever, just powders. Or if it feels really hard, then it might be on the drier side. But whatever, you know. I mean, just. I will it, say and it though, really all depends on what you prefer. Some people like their cigars really humidified, and some people like their cigars almost on the drier on side. One of the cigar pages, and I don't know if it was Fanatics or which one it was. I'm on several of them on uh, Facebook. One of them, a guy had the cigar, and it's just covered in mold. Ugh. And I'm like, oh my god, dude! Whatever you do, don't smoke don't that. smoke that. Yeah, there's a difference between plume and mold, and it's easy to tell. And I'll be honest, you don't like plume either, but I just personally am like, it's kind of like if you question it, don't smoke it. That's, I guess, the best thing to, yeah. to say. This if one, you have a question, don't smoke. This it. one had hairy mold on it. That's gross. Yes, that's just disgusting. And it's like, oh, can I, you know, I, I don't, he may have even been saying, hey, this one went south. Or he may have been asking, hey, can I still smoke this? No, no you cannot. No, no. Don't, don't smoke that. No. That's bad. That's bad. That's how you give yourself all sorts of poison. I'm wounds. more worried about mold on a cigar than I am about it being too dry. Well, that's because you leave yours out to absorb rainwater. It's natural. If you, like, use distilled water and, like, you know, keep it clean, then... You have less to worry about. I'm not saying that you don't have anything to worry about, but you have less to worry about. I don't really do that anymore. I, I used to. Good. That's that's good. I've learned. I've evolved. Thank God. All right. Moving on to the next question here. For the most part. Well, for the most part. Hey, Nick and Gator. Scott from down in Clearwater, Florida. Hey, Scott. Hey, I just wanted to, I guess you talk about the three cigars we had this week, and I want to say I've had the... Uh, Aladino uh, Cameroon. I think it's called the Elegante. It's a Lancero. Oh, yep. yeah. Good Just choice. Really good cigar. Really loved it. 
I did uh, have a chance to have another Yagua. You know, I know you guys love it. And we I'm do. not sold on it yet. It's my third one. Uh, I don't know if it is quite box-worthy. Uh, one cigar that I did think was box-worthy uh, was the Rocky Patel 2006, and that's uh, the San Andreas wrapper. Mm. I know you guys talked about it a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, the Bala shape is the one you were looking at. Now, I've had the Robusto, and I bought a box of Balas because they had, uh, you know, like a, an event down here. I met Nish Patel and uh, oh, cool. who's the other guy, um, uh, Hamlet Parades, one oh, okay. of their blenders. Yeah. Uh, and so I bought that box from them, and, and I thought the Bala was really close in size to the Robusto, uh, and I was just really disappointed how it turned out. Uh, you know how you guys talk about sometimes... Uh, one but uh, one kind of cigar has a really good vitola, and for me, it was the robusto. I would buy that any time. Uh, I wanted to say uh, I, I saw the uh, segment there with uh, Garofalo. That was great. You know, I never miss their show either. <laughs> um, I don't remember him being boy, on. <laughs> I don't know if it was a wide angle or whatever, but his uh, his fingers really did look like sausages. <laughs> I, I, oh I can see why he wouldn't smoke Lanceros. That just looked like. Uh, uh, that just looked awful. <laughs> uh, I did want to mention to you, you know, uh, I know uh, Gator is missing out sometimes here. Uh, I just wanted to offer up, uh, I could be uh, maybe a guest hosted in for him on Fridays. Everybody wants um, your job. You got to understand, though, you know, like I, I do work nights uh, at a hospital, uh, and I know you do it on Wednesdays or Thursdays, so... Um, you know, every other Wednesday or Thursday I am working, so I wouldn't be able to make that you know, you know what? You know, it's just not going to work out. Um, yeah, it, it's not you; it's me. Uh, okay. I just won't be able to do it. Okay. Um, and and one other thing, you know, about the coffee, I really want to try your coffee, but do sometimes I wonder. You know, you guys are like uh, Nick. You don't drink coffee, and I and do. Gator, he'd probably say, "Boy, I could really taste the arabica in that cup." <laughs> Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm still going to wait on that. Anyway, the one question I did wanted to ask you was, uh, <laughs> see, he put some effort in. He I did. Like that. You know what? That was a quality call. And, uh, no, while Nick is not a regular, a coffee drinker on the regular, no. I am. And the daily press is phenomenal. I'll tell you the other one. Um, the one that Broccoli's got out of his place. Yeah. The final third coffee blend. It's really, really good. It's right up there, too. The wind is blowing this smoke like right back in my face. Did that call make you cry? No, the wind is blowing the smoke right back into my face. Oh, Nick. Are you okay? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, anyway, um. I was clearing my cigar during that call. There's an awful lot going on there, and I'm trying to remember all of it. Um. No, uh, you know what, in terms of, uh, you know, Scott's cigar thoughts and everything, I mean, you know, look, different strokes for different folks. Exactly. You know? I, I do enjoy the Yagua. Um, I do, too. He said that he's had three, and it's maybe not blown his skirt That's up, okay. Leave the what? others for us. I was going to say, that's fine, man. Yep. Don't, you know, you don't have to. I mean, um, you know, it, it is what it is, but uh, that's all right. And, th- and that goes back to uh, that earlier call about cigar reviews you know i mean you and i have given our thoughts on the agua not everybody's gonna dig it yep. and i understand that and uh and like i said you know we're for us exactly yeah exactly i'm so, all in but anyway but uh yeah no i appreciate the call there. thank you all right we have one well one, two more two okay more calls. okay um got a couple more calls here 
Hello again, Jerome Powell. Zeno is back, baby. Oh, it's Zeno. Recently, oh, God. Recently watched your last uh, couple episodes on YouTube and noticed that you were shagging your fingers at people that don't call in, and I felt personally attacked. I love you, boys. Do not attack me. It's been a bit of a rough stretch on the, the fair wind, but we've made good progress. Zeno really needs to. just pulled up to uh, the Porta Porta Better phone connection. In Mexico. It's a good place. Uh, but as I'm here, I've been checking out your purchasing habits, and I see that you uh, obviously got to know about Taco Bell and their Mexican pizzas. Great timing, boys. I'm in Mexico. <laughs> and I know all about Mexican pizza. I don't know if they have those down there. Now, uh, I'm a worried. I, I don't know what Taco Bell is doing. Uh, but you know what a Mexican pizza is, right? Let me tell you how it goes down in Mexico. It's when, well, it's, I'll just put it bluntly. It's, it's when a Mexican man stretches his scrotum out across your face. <laughs> oh, There's shit. Mexican pizza, boys. <laughs> Well, I, I've never eaten one, but I know many customers say they're delicious. <laughs> Think about that. While you're stuffing your fucking face with your Mexican pizzas, you dirty, despicable bastard. <laughs> I love you. This is why I love you. Excuse me for being more excited today. I just haven't spoken to you in quite some time. Speaking of your Mexican pizzas, which we do plan to spread... From Oaxaca to Chihuahua, and everywhere in between. But when you're doing this, I want you to think of a few things. Gator. Dirty, dirty gator. <laughs> think about this. In your shirt, where you say, are the other white meat. I know what you're referencing, cheeky bastard. <laughs> Spell weird. Think about this. I don't need you spreading your gator aids all over this country of us. Oh, Jesus. All over the galaxy of us. Transpermia is real. I just had to figure out a way to say sperm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, perhaps soon we will be building a pipeline in Mexico. We'll call it the Mexican Pipeline. <laughs> Full of Mexican pizzas, if you know what I mean. Oh, you do, you do, you cheeky bastards. Anyway, you dirty fuckers. Uh, perhaps I will extend an invitation to both of you. I know you like cruises, and so do we. We have a lot in common. Oh, well, that explains why there's two calls, because apparently oh. he must have hit the time limit. So let's just go ahead and finish, do we really out, need to continue? finish out what Zenu had to say. Let's oh, get one thing straight, fellas. <laughs> this bullshit three-minute time limit is pissed <laughs> off. I was trying to extend an invitation, and you cut me off, <laughs> fuckers. Anyway, I'm doing an invitation on the fair winds. The cruise lovers just like me. And I would like to take you to Alaska to view or participate in the Alaskan pipeline. That's all oh, I'm saying. Alaskan pipeline makes sense. We're building one in Mexico. Mexican pipeline. Mexican pizza. For fuck's sake, get your shit together. Love you. Mm. Don't spread those Gatorades. And, and I'm not, that's for Gator, but Nick... Nick Monkey Pox is very real. Keep your Jimmy covered. 
Yeah, that spreads through sex. If you see anything that looks remotely like a monkey, do not stick your dick in it for one second. I don't need another fucking pandemic fucking up my cruises. Anyway, love you. Excited, but still frustrated with this pandemic bullshit. Zenu out. Can, can we hit the Adam protocol? I don't. There's not I, really a question there. I think we'd still hit the Adam protocol. There's not really a question there. I think it calls there. for it. I mean, oh, oh, okay. I mean, it's just. Red alert. So what was it that prompted that? Was it the just, just the Zenu. description of the Mexican pizza being the scrotum, yeah. scrotum pulled across the yeah. person's face? Or yes, was it, that was that was the line. Was it you and the Gatorade? Oh, that was over the line. The Gatorades but, yeah. across the country. The scrotal pizza was the Didn't line. Even think about the Gatorades. That's that's no. a concerning thing right there. Yeah. Um, the scrotal pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, thanks. Thanks for the invite. Thanks, to the tra- Trade winds or fair winds or yeah. Whatever, whatever I can't yeah. remember. Um, Get on there and always, all you do is buy books. Always nice to hear from Xenu. Um, anyway. Okay. So, yeah, I guess uh, that would be this week's <laughs> Ask the Boys. Um, you can uh, call into the hotline with your thoughts and questions by calling the hotline at area code 863-874-0000. Yep. down that yeah that happened that went down just like okay. that i watched it go down just like that well i think it's time well, for well, no, no 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 i think it's time, it's time that we discuss uh what is going on with the perla del mar maduro i am smoking it a little slower than you obviously you obviously are uh quite a bit slower than you um but what are you, what are you getting on the cigar um it's good i cleared the tube okay which is a trick we learned from an old boy over at riverman mm-hmm. and when you get down to like that final third, it starts getting a little like I don't want to say tarry, but you know it gets a little build up going. Yeah, you just light up the lighter and blow through the tube, and it really does seem to bring the cigar back to life. So I did that during one of the calls, but uh, <laughs> retro hail has ramped up, up a little bit, a little bit more body, a little more strength to that. Give that a go. Yeah, a little peppery. Yeah, a little peppery on the retro. Still there. burning. It is still burning. It's, uh, yeah, that it's, hangs on. It's good, though, man. I mean, I'll tell you what. J.C. Newman did a fantastic job with rehabbing and redoing the Perla Del Mar. Oh, absolutely. You know, reblending it and whatever they did. I mean, they have, you know, I, I mean, lights out, lights out. I mean, I bought that box of Corojos down at the Tampa factory. Yep. And the thing about it, I mean, it's a box of box pressed. I burned through I don't a buy box. box pressed. No, you don't, but you did the But I did one. this one. I did this one. They're good cigars. What it's worth. I mean, I did. They make a quality stick. They do. Is it time for... Guess what, motherfucker? That's what I thought. Well, it's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. And, uh, Jeff, it's supposed to be kind of like a surprise. It's supposed to come out of nowhere and just be like, guess what, motherfucker? I'm prompting it. I got an art show to go to. Tee it up. You have an art show to go to. I have an art show to go to. Is that what we're calling it down at Roxy's? When they stick the dildo on the side of the shower show? (sighs) That's a whole different... It, but that's also artistic. <laughs> anyway, I think Roxy's is closed. I just threw out a strip club name. I don't. I don't know. You um, referenced that the other day with Garofalo. What? But then the never clubs? never said what it was. Yeah, I did. Yeah. When did I reference a shower show with Garofalo? No, you referenced the strip clubs, but you never mentioned like what they. You just said Roxy's, but never said what it was. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's in there. 
I mean, it was a very long conversation, but I really don't remember. Yeah, because I kept waiting for you to like tell him what it was, and he never did. So, all right. Well, uh, why don't we go ahead and uh, get into it? Let's do it. Are you ready to do your three cigars? I'm ready. Why don't you start off? Okay. So I, you know what? I've been smoking. Basically, I still owe you for the box, by the way. You do. But you got a box of those hammer and sickles Mm -hmm. that uh, you hooked me up with. And that was the uh, Connecticut, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Those are good cigars. And I just, I know I referenced it earlier, but I just hate what's happened to that company. Yeah. It's just depressing as all get out. Yeah. Um, A company has nothing to do with Russia, not made in Russia, no connections to Russia, and they went down because of the invasion of Ukraine. Over a band. Yeah. Over a band. And the logo isn't even like the communist logo. It's missing the star. Yeah. You know? I mean, it was it's, close it's enough. Just it symbolizes, you know, the, the factory workers and the farm workers. You know, it doesn't symbolize anything with communism, but it, apparently, yeah, I guess it's close enough. Yeah. So, but no, um, great cigar, and I just absolutely hate that it's going away. Um, my first one is actually one that I smoked on the show with Garofalo, but it's not the Hammer and Sickle. Um, not to kiss ass, it is the 12th anniversary cigar aficionado or cigar uh, authority, not cigar aficionado, cigar authority. Lancero. Okay. Um, I got that in a show pack a little while back. I guess that would have been the April show pack. Oh, and, yeah. And um, it's been in my travel humidor for quite some time. It's one of those ones that I've always, you know, it's just been sitting there and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to smoke this one day. I'm going to smoke this one day. And I just never did. And then when the opportunity to smoke it on the show with Garofalo came up, I was like, you know what? This is a good opportunity to do this. And guys, he's sitting on under just under 200 boxes of these things left boxes of 12 you look if you're a lancero smoker you owe it to yourself to give this thing a try i really enjoyed it it smoked like a champ it was flavorful it changed in its flavors it started off kind of with a coffee went to like a cedar and then the final third was kind of a mix of the coffee and cedar yep um and it was it was it was a tasty tasty cigar I really did enjoy it. Whoever had, whoever he had make them for him did a fantastic job. And, um, you know, I don't know if it's just the size that's keeping people from purchasing them or what. But, you know, get your if you like Lanceros, try them. And I'm not saying this as like a shill or anything like that. I legitimately did really like it. So, there you go. You okay. Know, there you go. Oh, uh, a cigar that I had, and granted, it's a little harder to get a hold of, but if you can get it and you're ever there, grab some. Uh, El Indigo Cigars up in Charleston, Illinois. Oh, okay. It's a little small cigar shop. It's right on the square in Charleston up at EIU, um, Eastern, Eastern Illinois. Illinois University. Yep. And I was up there for a track event this past week, and I'll be back up there again this week. I'm hoping to get a little audio <sighs> with the owner that okay. we can put on an upcoming show. That'd be fun. And I mean, you ought to try and get video so that we could be. In well, I'll video, do that. But, it's yeah. a video and audio. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll make that maybe work. hook up with me beforehand and I can uh, get you some lapel mics so that we can have better audio than when you went to New Orleans. Okay. Well, okay. I, can, I can work that out. Okay. But that being said, um, he, this, this cat rolls his own cigars there in his shop and they're just really good cigars. I got uh, what I smoked was his uh, Connecticut Reserve. Okay. But he's also got, you know, three or four different, uh, you know, brands that he, he bans on, you know, rolls and bans himself. And I actually brought a couple for you to try. Aww. So I figured maybe on an upcoming show, we get some audio from him. We'll smoke one of his cigars. That sounds nice. His, you know what? And he's a shop that could really use the help. He's a small business owner in 
the middle well, of Illinois. And do you want to talk about his issue, or do you want to save that? We'll, we'll save that. Okay. We'll save that and maybe talk about it on there. Okay. So, yeah. Because he's having a bit of an issue. Yeah. And, and, and it's nothing, that, it's bullshit. And it actually has nothing to do with cigars. No, nothing at all. That's the thing. He's, he's a cigar shop owner that's dealing with some bullshit, and it's not cigar related. No, but it's bullshit. But it's one that pretty much everybody out there. It is a cautionary with. tale for all business owners. Okay. And yeah. I guess we're going to wait and talk we'll, about that. We'll when save we have that. Because yeah. okay. I don't know if he wants us to talk about that. Oh, that's valid. You might yeah. want to check with him first. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I want to get into that. But yeah. So if okay. you get a chance, support his shop because he definitely could use the help. Sounds good. My second one is one that I had over at Riverman yesterday when I was chilling with Dan the Man Ponder. It is the new cigar from AJ Fernandez. It is AJ Fernandez. It is the El Rey del Mundo. Ooh. And guys, now he he just got those in, right? He did just yeah. get these in. And I'll tell you, um, when Dan said, oh, it's the new one from AJ and everything, I went into it with an expectation. I went into it with, okay, it's, it's going to blow be you away. Very spicy pepper forward. It's going to maybe come back a little bit. And over the course of the cigar, it's going to ramp up to where the final third is going to be just like a blow my socks off kind of cigar. Yep. It had some pepper notes to it, but by and large, not what you expected. It was not what I expected. It was very good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it was not that like super pepper forward, knock me on my ass, you know, whatever. I, truthfully, Jeff, you might try it. Okay, and you might like it. I okay. mean, it was not. It was not a pepper bomb. It was really, it was really, really well done. Fair so enough. I really liked it. So, I'll have to give it a shot. There you go. Yeah, next time I'm over there. Okay. I'll get uh, some Yaguas, if they still have them, hopefully, and yeah. uh, get one of those to try. Okay. Perfect. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out, as I'm off to do, uh, for our studio sponsor, but uh, I had the last, the last Cameroon that I had in my humidor. I smoked that over the weekend. The- uh, Jerry Aladino. Oh, the Aladino Cameroon, man. It, just a good cigar. Yeah. And I know, I think one of the callers referenced it earlier, if I'm not mistaken. And so. it's just a phenomenal stick. It's got great flavor to it. And it's it's one of my top cigars. Sounds good. There you go. Um, like I said, I haven't been smoking a ton, especially this weekend. Um, you know, Well, had, you couldn't while you were playing baseball. You're such a dick. You're such a dick. I swear to God, if my... Anyway... Um, but I did try one that, uh, Broccoli Rob actually recommended for me when I was out in Indianapolis. Back to our man Brock. Yeah. And I tried one. It was, uh, Crown Cigars and it's the queen from Crown Cigars. I believe it's a sun grown wrapper. And, um, this cigar actually is from, um, Cigar Beauty on Instagram. Oh yeah. Um, this is her brand. Well, there you go. And I like her. So She's good she people. She came out and visited Broccoli when in the week that he opened up the lounge. The yes. Final, final third cigar and whiskey and lounge. And good on her for that. Uh, no, shit, man. I mean, she came from Florida to freaking yeah. uh Well, we got to, to meet that. her down at the uh, Tampa Cigar Fest. Exactly. Yep. And um, good anyway, people. Um, he, um, her and know, Brock became fast friends. He had that. And uh, well, yeah, because she came out last year for the. Uh, smoke on the creek. The small, yeah, the at the, 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 small, the the winery yeah, distillery the, the place boutique, there. Yeah, the boutique manufacturing event. Yeah, 
out there. And um, I guess he had said, hey, I'm opening up a place. And she's like, I'll be there. I know Lisa and, just thinks the world of her. And she actually, you know, came out. Yep. So good on her. But um, I hate that we missed her. We missed her like by two days. By two days. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, she has, he has, you know, facings, the Connecticut, the the uh, Sun Grown or Habano, I think. And uh, Maduro at his place, and so I tried the Habana. I hate to admit this, and, I didn't uh, realize she had her own brand. It, it was good. It's it good was, to know. It was good. It, it smoked really well. Um, you know, it was a it was a decent cigar. I really enjoyed it. I sat out underneath the carport one night and watched some old Star Trek. And uh, there you go. I've been watching the old stuff. Yeah, You've been, the, you did deep, you did a deep dive on Deep Space I, Nine. I did rewatch Deep Space Nine, and for whatever reason, I was like, you know what? I just did that. I'm going to blow through. The uh, the old stuff here, real quick too. The the OG, and, uh, the original. Yeah, I'm doing all the original stuff, and let me tell you, you know, there's something to be said about these new television seasons. You know, you got the new the new seasons of TV, where you know, with these hour long shows, you maybe get like nine or ten episodes in a season. Yeah, it's not like the old days of Star Trek where you had like 22 se- episodes in a season. Yeah, because when you did that, that's when you got random ones where it's like. Kirk, Spock, and Picard suddenly end up on a casino planet and have to play craps in order to get back to the ship. They did that in the next gen, too. You get these random, crazy episodes that pop up in the old stuff that you'll never see again in the new stuff. Well, you know why? I like the random, crazy old ones. Like, dude, they did the one with, uh, it's called I Mud, where Harry Mud, like, had the ship drawn to the planet all full of of androids. Well, he's also the one that came up with the Tribbles, right? Wasn't Harry Mudd involved in the Tribbles? No, Harry Mudd wasn't involved in the Tribbles. Pretty sure he was. He wasn't. I'm pretty sure. I'm anyway. pretty sure he wasn't. Okay. I similar, think he was. similar space piratey kind of dude, but it was not Harry Mudd. I think it was Harry Mudd. I'm pretty positive because I made Now, who played Harry Mudd in Discovery? Uh, Rain Wilson. That's right. Yeah. Good, good for you. No, I mean, how do you even know that? You didn't even freaking watch Discovery. I saw enough of it. Anyway, goddamn shit um, spins around. It's just a. The annoying. point remains, you don't get the wacky. And they messed up the clean. You don't get the wacky, crazy shit in the new Star Trek that you get in the old Star Trek because yeah. they just don't have the episode. The reason stuff. they did those, like you know, period pieces where they went back and like they would be with the UFOs or what they it it was cheaper to produce. Well, yeah, they could go out in the real world or they, yeah. could, you know, like they had. Uh, World War II costumes from another show or something like that yes. that they could use. Yeah. No, I get that. Yep. But they don't do like, but he, I'm not talking about the period piece ones. I'm talking about like, okay, they just ended up on this planet and cat's paw. Perfect example. God, you're a nerd. You, I just watched this one the other night. So that's why I remember it. Do you remember cat's paw? Where no. like, there's an away I will team. when you say there's what it was. There's an away team and uh, Sulu and Scotty are missing. So Kirk, Spock, and McCoy, oh, excuse me, go down to the planet, and it's like all Halloween shit. There's the black cat, and there's the castle and everything. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> and they're, and they're you know, captured, and, and the, you don't remember this one at no, all? No, not at all. It's not one of my favorite ones, but the thing is, it's it's a weird one, and it's one that's like, ooh, spooky, Star trek stuff. And you don't get that kind of wacky bullshit on Star Trek anymore. You no. know? You should. I mean, you're not going to get an episode where um, Moriarty takes over the Enterprise, or you're not going to get an episode where 
um, oh my gosh, Vic Fontaine, the lounge singer in the freaking hollow suite on DS9 had like an alternate program come in and suddenly his Las Vegas is taken over by a gangster and the whole DS9 crew has to come to the rescue of Vic Fontaine, the freaking lounge singer to save his Las Vegas. You know, you get random wacky shit in the old ones that you don't get in the new ones. And I wish there was more of that. Although I did hear that. Um, what are you doing? Are you so bored that you're playing like I'm looking up Harry Mudd and Tribbles. Um, Prove you wrong. I'm telling you, he's not in Tribbles. Trouble with Tribbles. I get that. But you're you're watching a YouTube. You need to go to the actual search around. Find it. I'm telling you. See, there's there's Kirk with the Tribbles. Yeah, but Harry Mudd's not in Tribbles. Anyway. I'm pretty sure um, he is. He's not. It's another space pirate dude. It's another fat space, space pirate dude, but it's not Harry Mudd. I think you're wrong. I know I'm not wrong. Oh, my God. There he comes. That is not in that episode. Yeah, Harry Mudd and the Tribbles. Tribbles, Harry Mudd, and Cyrano Jones. Cyrano Jones is the dude that's in uh, Tribbles. Cyrano Jones is not Harry Mudd. There Mudd's. he is. Dude. It might be the same actor, but he's playing a different character. I think you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Now you're looking it up. This is riveting cigar radio. Cyrano Jones. Wasn't even the same fucking actor. <laughs> Wasn't even the same actor. Here we go. From Memory Alpha. Okay. He was played by Stanley Adams. That's the cartoon. It is not the cartoon. that He was in the cartoon, but that's the dude. Okay. That's the dude right there. Okay. He's played by Stanley Adams. He was a licensed asteroid locator, prospector, an intergalactic trader, independent scout, and a Captain James Kirk, a general nuisance who lived during the mid-23rd century. But he's the one who did the Tribbles. I'm going to have to totally deep dive different, on that. Totally different. We'll than report Harry back. Totally different from Harry Mudd. Anyway, so I guess that's been... Did you do your three? You did your three. I did my three. All right, that's been three cigars that we smoked to enjoy this week. So you know what that means it's time for? This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT. And get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code Pulpit. Thanks. 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 Uh, Anyway. Telling you, Cyrano Jones, not Harry Mudd. Totally different people. Similar, but different. Similar, but different. Now, then there's the one guy who's basically a Q. There was a Q in the OG? Yeah, hang on. Now you're going to make me freaking look that up. I am. Um, Q in original Star Trek. Um, Trelane. Remember him? Oh, yeah. He was basically a Q. I didn't realize that basically q there's a lot of like you know theories that he's q but you know but yeah he's, he's basically he acted he had the powers and did everything like a q so he's basically a q you ready for my joke oh yeah i guess it's time for your stupid dad joke did you hear about the restaurant on the moon no great food but there's no atmosphere oh my god hang on 
I wasn't prepared. Oh my, hang on, hang on, hang on. There it is. I'm going to give you a bonus. Oh boy. How many apples grow in a tree? How many? All of them. I got one for you. Okay. How do you seat four prostitutes in one chair? I don't know. Flip it upside down. <laughs> How do folks reach out to us on the socials? <laughs> See, you go to Country Living and all that shit, and uh, I, I found a good wretched one. I got these today from the <laughs> Habitat.com. <laughs> Uh, I was proud of mine, okay? Yeah, yeah, okay. I, thought, I thought it was funny. You got it right away. It took me a split second because I was like, what? Oh. oh. Anyway, we're available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. My page. We're also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. Everybody's having a fun time. It's a good time. Wang Chung tonight. And uh, we're on Twitter where, you know, I don't know if Elon Musk is going to buy it or not. And uh, that's kind of... Up in the air? Up in the air. Personally, I hope he does, so that when all the other platforms take us off, we at least have Twitter to go back to. It's true. Um, we're on YouTube, where, speaking of getting taken off at some point or another, I'm sure it's going to happen. But for right now, we're skating by. Now, I will say, though, um, if you are checking us out on YouTube, you may have noticed that you have to log in because there's, like, you know, the whole lockout provision the age on age verification. Us. And yeah. what it is, this is an age verification. Um, I've kind of been... Locking down the uh, that kind of stuff on our account because... Preemptive strike? Yeah, I kind of figure... Well, look, I'm just going to be straight. A lot of um, cigar people... Our brethren. I don't believe are putting the proper... Or are putting all of the different age and child locks and everything yeah. like that on their account. They're just uploading the videos just like any other video. Which, look, you know, they should be able to do that. But whatever. That's neither here yeah. nor there. Um. But I think that's what's causing everybody. Partially, I think that's what's causing some headaches. So I'm hoping that maybe we might scoot back in line of getting screwed over by YouTube by at least being proactive about, you know, putting the child it's locks and everything else on it. So if you're going to watch it on YouTube, you got to have an account. You got to log in so that you can verify your age. But, you know, the simple fact is if you got to be 21 to buy a cigar, why do you care if you got to be 18 to be able to watch us? Yeah. You know? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. And then, uh, guys, we need your questions for Ask the Boys. So, reach out to us. As the always. Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. And I will also point out, sign up for the email newsletter. I haven't done a newsletter. I know that. Whatever. The point you is. You want to get on the you list. You want to get on the list just in case things go down. It's going to be the one of the only ways we're going to be able to you know contact you. So you're going to want to make sure that you're on the list so that you can stay in touch. Yep. And um, also, you know, if you're at it and you feel so inclined, maybe give us a five star review on whatever podcast catcher Please. you might be getting this. And you know, if they have the ability to offer up a review like Apple does, you know, we would appreciate that because yep. it helps us be found by other people. Absolutely. So, well, I finished up my cigar. Okay. And it was very very good. I like the whole Perla del Mar line. I celebrate their whole catalog. I've been smoking a lot slower than you. I still have pretty much the entirety of the final third to go. You do. I need to touch up the burn because... Uh, well, with all these fans and the wind blowing through here. Yeah, the fans, the wind, and I've been talking. So it just kind of has added up to a situation where my cigar has gone out on me. But yeah, the uh, Perla del Mar Maduro, man, it's, uh, 
tasty stick. It is a good cigar. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Um, I uh, I really enjoy the Corojo, and I'm glad that they uh, the fine folks at J.C. Newman sent us some Maduros to try because I'm digging it too. Yep, so. and and in all honesty, it's not one that I would pick up on the regular, but I smoked it, I liked it, and I probably will now. There you go. So yeah, paid well, off. Very good. Well, um, guys, as always, we appreciate you uh, listening, viewing, however you're consuming us. Keep doing it. Tell your friends. I'm stuck on the consuming us thing. That sounds filthy. They're just taking us in. That sounds even worse. Anyway, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Your head looks bigger than mine today. I'm leaned in. So I can lean out. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs>was a show we really kind of nerded about star trek there for a little while a little too. bit a little bit that's all right you know what we haven't done that in a while we haven't no thanks guys take it easy